Well, hey there, American Farmstead Hers. This is Jenny with the Grimstead Family Farm. And Donna with Hazel. And we are coming to y'all from Northeast Florida as two American Farmstead Hers doing our best to grow our own food and share our homesteading experiences with you in hopes that you would grow a little bit of food of your own. Yeah. And this week we are talking gardening. Yes. And as we get into that, we want to thank you guys for coming to our mini market last weekend. The market was so much fun. Oh my gosh, you guys blew it out of the water. Yes. It was so cool. It was such a great turnout. And um, everybody really came to like buy food. Yes. You know? Yes. Like we said before, as we were preparing, like people, we have enough craft markets. Yes, we, we have, have a lot of craft markets yes. and they call them farmers markets. And you and go and there's it. like, there's, no farmers. there's like one person <laughs> selling tomatoes from... Yeah. Washington. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, we had so much fun. You guys were so kind and and happy to be there and everybody was respectful of our space. That was a concern we had. And yeah. It was so good. You bought lots of plants to put in the ground. We're excited about that. Yes. And so. and really kind of the the cool kind of other side of the market was the fact that we didn't sell all of our plants. Right. Which we knew was going to happen. We knew. We really overstarted our seeds. Yeah, we started way too many plants for the plant sale. And Mm -hmm. so that just means that we got to bring home a ton of plants for the garden. We're going to have a lot of broccoli. We're going to have a ton of (laughs) broccoli. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, Also have picked out a spot finally to get my garlic in the ground. Yes, I Have just pulled, that? no, I pulled mine out of the refrigerator because it was stuck all the way back in the fridge and I kept forgetting about it. Yeah. So um, actually this morning I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, I've got yeah. garlic to put in. <laughs> so I pulled it out. It's actually sitting right by my back door. Um, mm-hmm. That way I see it mm-hmm. and don't forget about it. So yeah. I got to get that in too. Yeah. Yeah. And so those are, we're we're planting those, what, like an inch deep? Is that about right? I think like four inches. Four inches deep? Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I actually was just watching a couple of YouTube videos from from growers like all over the country. And yeah, about four inches deep. Okay. I've only tried garlic once and it was failure. So. Oh, I've tried several times. I've had one good success. Okay. Um, and they were deep. The others were like, they were okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I hold the clove with my fingertips Okay. and push that all the way in the ground till the soil is at the top of my knuckles. Okay. Yeah. That's deep. So that's, yeah, it's like four or five inches. Okay. Mm -hmm. You want them protected from the cold, cold when that comes. Okay. If it comes. (laughs) If it comes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm kind of okay if it doesn't because I'm kind of a pansy about the weather. I don't like it cold, cold. I don't like it hot, hot. I don't like it cold, cold either. I mean, that we do live in Florida. We do, but this weather (laughs) we're having right now, it's been overcast and dreary, but as far as gardening weather goes, it's perfect. It's been amazing weather to be in the garden. Garden. Yes. I've been out there barefoot too. Me too. It's been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so. loving it. So other than that, I have my new landscape cloth. I talked about that That's before. That's right. So I'm ready to use that. Yep. Kill some grass and um, I don't know. Like what are you planting? What are you besides... I guess well, we can go through our plant sale extras. Yeah. Um, so over the last couple of days, and I've really just kind of went willy-nilly with where I'm putting stuff because mm-hmm. I just thought it would be more fun that way. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing like a whole entire row of right. cabbage, you know, I've really just been kind of alternating things around the garden. So mm-hmm. over the last couple of days, I have put in um, endive. 
mm-hmm. butter crunch, mm-hmm. romaine, arugula, mm-hmm. red cabbage, Napa cabbage, <laughs> uh, red Russian kale, two different kinds of broccoli, and cauliflower and collards. <laughs> Dinosaur kale. I don't have any. What? I don't have any. I must have it all. Well, when I had people over for the chili cook-off at the house, uh-huh. um, I made all the moms come to the garden. I'm like, y'all are taking plants. <laughs> and that was, there was a bunch of little kids here, and they thought that the dinosaur kale was so cool. They're like, dino kale, oh, yeah. you know? And so they ended up taking like all of it. Oh, well, I'll get some <laughs> for you because I still have plenty. And I meant to bring spinach to you too. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. Yeah, we have a ton of spinach. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have yeah. a ton of stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've just been plugging stuff in the ground, like mm-hmm. wherever I have the space. Mm-hmm. And um, my carrots that I've already have, that I have going already, they came up kind of sparse. Mm-hmm. Um, so I filled in those with, right. you know, just whatever. I got stuff all over the place out there now. Yeah. It's it's really going to be a huge winter garden. I'm super stoked about it. I'm really excited I about really it. I really am. Life has been um, incredibly busy over the last like six weeks. Yeah. And um, we're finally, like I told, I told you before we started recording, like I feel like life has come down to a regular pace. Not like, it's right. not, it's not a slow pace, but it is right. slower than what it was. Yeah. And so I can finally get back and do those things, which I'm real happy about. But um, it's, I, I love this garden season because because it's not at 12 million degrees, you yeah. know, and, and it's not cold, cold yet. Yeah. When it is cold, cold, I'll be ready to put it away and I will be starting seeds yeah. indoors under In, lights. Inside. And yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It's really great season to garden. The pest pressure is not near as bad, although I do have a worm. I have a pickle worm. On my Napa cabbages. Oh, cabbage worm. Yes. Yeah, you really got to get in there and really look for those because they will get right down in the center of those cabbages. Mm -hmm. um, And they basically like... Eat them from the inside from the out. Inside, yeah. yeah, I picked a huge Napa cabbage yesterday. I saw. Did you see it? I saw that. It was huge. Yeah. And so, um, I I cut the bottom of it off and just threw it all in the fridge. I think I'm going to save it for like lettuce wraps. Okay, you know, make yeah. like tacos with it or something. Yeah, they're without good leaf the tortilla. For that. Yeah, yeah, because they've got that nice spine on the leaf, so they're strong. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. I also cut a ton of mustard greens. Mm. Um, I mean, a ton of mustard greens. So I made a huge salad with a bunch of mustard greens last night. Cool. And it was so good. Was it? It was so good. We haven't even had frost yet, and they're Mm -mm. good? They're good. Okay. They're good. I cut a bunch for the neighbor, too. I cut the neighbor's hair. She's like 93 years old. And that's whose hair I'm cutting today. And... um, she loves mustard greens. They used to grow them, and obviously uh-huh. she doesn't garden anymore. Aww. So every year I take Miss Hilda, like, bags and bags of mustard greens. Aww, she love loves it. it. That's great. She loves it. So We don't grow mustards. I do want to uh, revisit the idea of growing mustards for nothing more than the nematode issues. So, yeah. you know, they if you grow mustards, then you can till those in. And mm-hmm. then let the ground sit for like two weeks covered and then plant. 
And whatever it is in the mustard, some chemical compound, whatever, kills any nematodes. And we have a severe nematode problem. Interesting. Yeah, in the sandy soil, that's that's where you tend to have a problem with them. So, um, and they'll ruin the roots of your plants. Yeah. So yeah, the mustards are supposed to be good for that. That's interesting. So grow them. I've never heard that. Yeah, you can just like broadcast it out. You don't really have to. They don't need much. Like yeah. they'll, they'll grow like weeds. Yeah, they grow like crazy. Yeah, and then um, yeah, so then you till them in, like just mm-hmm. surface till, right? Uh, and then cover the ground. They probably about break down weeks. pretty quickly too. Yeah, yeah, just about two weeks, and then you can plant right in that. <laughs> so, I'd like to revisit for that, but we like collard greens, and we have lots of collards from our sale. Yes, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, I've got collards out there out in my garden right now that need to be cut. Mm, do you? I do. I didn't have any planted yet, so I'm not there. I've got a whole raised bed of mustards and collards, mm. and I mean, I sewed them thick too and didn't thin them, and the whole bed is—I mean, it is like bursting with greens. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I have two beds that are like partial shade this time of year, uh-huh. and uh, well, they're like mostly shade this time of year, and I think I'm going to plant those completely out with our lettuces, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to care like this is the butter crunch and this is right. the endive. I'm just going to plant, plant willy-nilly them. and just let it be full of green yeah. and just keep, do it like a cut and come again. Yeah. I think that's my plan. Yeah. I'm hoping that my lettuces that I put in perk up a little bit. They're, it got a little warm. <laughs> yeah, they were looking a little wimpy. So mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping that this rain and the cooler weather will perk them up some. I think it will. Oh, and I put bok choy in too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Got that to put in. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot going on. Those already look great. They're happy to be in the ground. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that I put in, it you can tell it's like, oh, finally, mm-hmm. I'm in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, hey there, American Farmsteaders. We just wanted to let y'all know that we have a brand new website, AmericanFarmsteadHers.com. It's your hub for modern homesteading inspiration, knowledge, and community. You can find encouragement to grow food from our blog, podcast, and our in-person workshops. You can find all this and our merch store, which supports the podcast and the blog. Be sure to check it out and subscribe to our newsletter while you're there to keep up with all the Farmstead Her happenings at AmericanFarmsteadHers.com. Yeah, a big part of what I'm doing right now is just like cleaning up the garden. Yeah. Like spaces before you can plant in it, it's got to be cleaned out, not just weeded, but like I've got, you know, broken water hoses and <laughs> empty flower pots and like rogue blackberry shoots and my goji berries are shooting up new sprouts. Like my goji berries of their look space. nice. Yeah, mine mine always look great as far as the bush goes. Right. Not much on Just the berries. Just lack of berries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should have asked Sam about that. We should have. He was busy, He though. was busy, though. But, yeah, we should have asked about that when we were at Scrub Fest. Maybe we can post on his Facebook. Yeah. And ask. That's a good idea. That would be a good idea. Yeah, because it would be nice mm-hmm. to get some goji berries. Mm-hmm. I mean, dang. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have a lot of volunteer things too right now. It's that funny time of year where like some sub- summer stuff went to seed. Yeah. Like flowers and I've got tomatoes coming up everywhere. Do you? Yeah. You had okras coming up. Uh-huh. Are they still? Mm-hmm. No, nope, they're done. They're done. Okay. They're done. 
They're done. I do have tomatoes on my tomato plants that I have in the ground. Oh, yeah, now. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I only ended up putting three tomato plants in, which is kind of weird. I don't think I've ever just planted three tomatoes. I, but Yeah, I don't have that many put in. <laughs> I have one hossinator tomato plant, mm-hmm. and then the other two are homesteads. So those are both uh, determinants. Mm-hmm. And um, I have just regular tomato cages on them, mm-hmm. and they're looking great. The Hassanator one is the one that has the tomatoes on it. Yeah, mine look really good, too. I had an issue with rabbits <laughs> that got some tomatoes. Me, too. I lost 25 broccoli plants. Oh. 25. I think I have 25 that I can bring you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the that was when I put the broccoli in, like, a month ago or yeah, something. All yeah. of those got eight, but my new ones that I just put in the last couple of days, those haven't been touched yet. Yeah. That's good. So hopefully maybe they got bored. Maybe they got bored and left. I don't know. Yeah. Um rabbits can like squeeze through tiny holes too. They're like rats. And it was only the broccoli that the rabbit was eating. Like it doesn't touch anything else. Yeah. But it took out that whole row of broccoli. They were eating a lot of my stuff, and tomatoes were one of those things. And so I had I had planted, I want to say like eight tomato plants or six tomato plants or something like that, and uh-huh. went out the next morning, and they were all eaten down. Like they, <laughs> there was a nub left, you know? And so I was like, all right, well, I went and bought more. Yeah. And so I come back home and plant them. I left the nubs in the ground, uh-huh. and they came back. Nice. Yeah, they came back. All but like one looks a little diseasy. I'm probably going to pull it out, but um, the rest all look great. And those that I had planted right next to them are bigger, obviously, but they're all, um, they're nice and bushy and flowering and growing fruit. And I hope that they make it through cold and all of that because we're not having any cold, which is, I'm happy for, like I said. Yeah. And this was the time last year that we had our first frost Yeah, because I had a ton of tomatoes in the ground last fall. Yeah. And... We had like green tomatoes coming out the ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's all you can do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we're past our estimated first frost date. Like, Are we? Yeah. I think the middle, I think it was like the 15th or something. Right, yeah. right. 13, 15, something Ooh. like that. So yeah, we're well beyond that. And so like the risk is there. It could happen Timing at any wise. moment. But but then, <laughs> it, you know, like we always say, like if you get through that first frost, then you're probably going to be fine good. for a while. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, I hope where my tomatoes are, there's a trellis, and the okay. plants are not as tall as the trellis is yet. So I'm hoping the first cold snap is just frost and not freezing. Yeah. And then I can just, like, tent yeah. that whole trellis and keep them safe Mm -hmm. from frost. Mm -hmm. I might even be able to do it if we do get a freeze. I might have enough plastic to get around the plants. Yeah, I could cover mine. Mm -hmm. And I think that's about the only thing that I have in the garden that would Mm -hmm. be affected by the frost, really. Well, I have some basil, but they're in the same bed as the tomatoes, so... Yeah, I don't usually be try to worry about keeping basil, because, like, it's going to go to seed and be everywhere next year anyway. Yeah. I do have some, some volunteer Tulsi... Okay. Yeah, some holy basil came up, and I I love that. And when I started pulling it, I was like, oh, you smell it right away. Right. You know, it just smells like happy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I have that. I have a couple of beds of green beans that are, I think, done. They've done their last flush, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to pull those out and plant a lot of those things that we have. I keep forgetting that I have those dang 
snap peas to put in. Mm-hmm. And I have a whole trellis that I can put them on. I just keep forgetting. I need to set that bag of seed out with my garlic. Yeah, I did a second planting because Jolene <sighs> got in the garden also. Oh, lovely. And she ate every sugar snap pea. They were like eight inches tall. She ate them. Dang. Every single one. Yeah. Dang cows. Mm. <laughs> she is a dang cow too. <laughs> but yeah, so I have a second planting. They're up about mm, five or six inches, I guess. Okay. Yep. Yep. Carrots. I've, I've, I have found my groove with carrots. Yeah. And let me just say this. If you have found a variety that works for you, yes. don't be swayed by the pretty catalogs in, no. or what your friends have ordered or, right. you know, this new whatever. Like, stick with what works. Tried and true experience counts. Yeah. And so I have grown, had the Danvers or Danvers Half Long in the past uh-huh. successfully every single time. And... um I keep trying other things. Other things, and right. I'm, and I'm just not getting a good crop for one reason or another. And so I went back to the Danvers, and they are gorgeous. Yeah, So very nice. Yeah. Or at least keep that in the rotation if you want to try something else. Right. And have your little experiment. Right. You know? Grow a second variety. Yeah. Yeah, but stick with the tried and true. Mm-hmm. When you find those varieties that work well for you, they're worth sticking with. Yep. You know. Yeah. Can count on them. Also, tell me this advice in spring when I'm ordering seeds. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Throw it back at me. I'm going to need it. I need I need the reminder. For sure. Yeah. So um, I can't think of anything else that's going in. Like I'm done trying warm season stuff. If it's not already fruiting, I'm like the beans I think are done. Yeah. I have squash. We're pulling squash out pretty much every day. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yellow squash and patty pans. Yeah. And that's pretty much it for the warm stuff. Mm -hmm. Except tomatoes, like I said. Right. I hope to keep them going. I know. I hope so, too. They're happy. Yeah. They seem happy. Yeah. Mine are, too. So... So yeah, that's about it. That's about all that's going on in my garden right now. Mm -hmm. I think tonight I'm going to try to get out there and get that compost out of my bin Mm -hmm. and move it over to the garden so I can finish putting those onions in Mm -hmm. and um, the garlic and the sugar snap peas. They got to go into. Yeah, they need to go into. Yeah. And I will say I am working at putting a row cover up over my uh, broccolis and cabbages to keep those cabbage loopers off. Yeah, because they love that stuff. And like they'll, I'm not going to say they decimate a crop overnight, but by the time you find them, it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. You don't want holes in the middle of your cabbage heads, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I do like to use a row cover for that. Just make sure that you treat them first with a pesticide, a good organic. I like to use Captain Jack's. Um, It's a one-time sprinkle. It's Omri approved. And then I put the row cover on and don't look back. Does BT work for those? Yeah. 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 But you'll have to, like, respray. And I think Captain Jack's is, like, a dried BT and spinosad. Interesting. Yeah. I think so. Hmm. It might, maybe it's just been a sad. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah, I need to do that too. Yeah. So that's my, that's all my gardening. Yeah. Me too. That's it for me. Um, hopefully the rain will hold off tonight so I can finish those onions because mm-hmm. it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Like time is of the essence. Yeah. I did read from Dixondale's website that they will be fine out of the soil for up to three weeks. Really? They have, they, they said, even if the little like root hairs uh-huh. 
are dry and you think the plant is dead, it's probably not. Okay. Get it in the ground, get it watered, and it'll it's just dormant. It'll come back to life. Right. So yeah, and speaking of dormant, I need to get those chestnut trees in the ground. Yeah, I've got a fig I have to get planted. I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like analysis paralysis, so I can't figure out where to put it. I well, that's kind of me too. Like, I, and honestly, anytime I put a tree in the ground, I always regret where I put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's really been holding me off. Yeah, I'm not so sure about my grocery rows anymore mm-hmm. for that whole like. Mm-hmm. tarping issue. I'm wondering if I should do yes. like t- just two rows of, of trees. Yeah. You know, and just, and do it that way. The rest are going to be my regular vegetable rows, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got to get the ground cover under control. That's the thing. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's got to, it, you have to have a fantastic ground cover or be able to tarp it. Yep. So. All right. Something well, to think about. Definitely. Working. All right, y'all. All right. Well, thanks again for coming out and supporting all of your local producers, you local people last week. We loved seeing you. We'll definitely do it again. Yes, definitely. Probably going to put it as like a quarterly thing. I think that would be good. I think we totally should. And I love that it was like a food market. Yes. I mean, it will stay that. We did have our soap friend there. Yeah. um, Which she has amazing soap. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, outside of that, I really just want it to be food. Yeah. So maybe we can try to find a couple more vendors. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And uh, get a produce vendor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll get on that. (laughs) We'll get on that. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Happy gardening. Bye.